0: AM 1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to The Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Because I'm... T-
1: The Andre K. Show. I am honored, actually, if any of you are out there listening on your drive home here in San Diego, beautiful San Diego, by the way. It's like 75 degrees and it's just balmy and just absolutely luscious. It's the perfect day for President Trump to have his first annual. State of the Union address tonight. I'm super excited. Even though it's not 75 and balmy in D.C., it's still a glorious day back there for him to address the nation and both uh, parties. And I am honored if you've chosen to spend this time with me. If you're on your drive home, thank you. Hopefully uh, you're gonna enjoy getting to hear some of the speech because here's how. Here's what we're gonna do tonight. We're actually going to watch and listen to the speech together. Um, we'll be playing some of the speech. And when we reach a point to where I feel like I've got something uh, that I got uh, that to gotta- couple comment on, then I'm going to comment on it. And I'm hoping that while we're doing that, uh, while I'm I'm playing the speech and, and commenting, that we'll all share a chat about it on Facebook Live. So if you're watching on Facebook Live, thank you. Um, Let's keep the comments rolling. Hopefully, it uh, looks like everybody who's watching on Facebook Live also has a TV on there, so a variety of different ways to hear uh, what President Trump is saying. And of course, I've got and I, and I didn't book any guests on the show tonight because tonight's show is really about President Trump, his address, and your response to it. So I've got the phone lines open tonight. Uh, who knows how long the speech is going to last? It looks as though he's entering the chamber right now. Uh, a lot of speculation as to whether or not there would be any Democrats along the aisles wanting to uh, shake. His hand. Can we have a moment though to recognize the glory that is the First Lady? Lord have mercy. Uh, But anyway, if you want to be a part of the show, in addition to commenting on Facebook Live, which I appreciate so much, I already see quite a few people there, uh, give me a call here in the studio 888 344 1170. Um, I got to tell you what I was, there's been so much commentating and speculation as to what, uh, the, the speech would be about tonight. We had Jen Kearns who, uh, contributes to the Hill as well as Fox opinion, who's dialed into the White House and she was given excerpts of it. So we kind of, everybody kind of knows a little bit. About some of what President Trump was going to be uh, saying tonight in the speech, I'll tell you what I was looking for him to say. I'm looking for President Trump to be President Trump. I'm looking for him to ignore the people whispering in his ear, telling him that he needs to be somebody other than what he is. And they and and I, no doubt it's not just the Democrats telling him that he needs to come out and be somebody other than who he is, and the Democrats telling him if he's smart he'll do it. He'll give the Democrats everything that that they want. But he's also got people within the establishment Republican Party whispering in his ear and continuing to tell him he needs to be somebody other than who he was that got him elected in the first place. So I am hoping he's going to come out and be Trump. Let Trump be Trump. That means come out and speak like President Trump. I want him to come out and act like he's at a campaign rally. I want him to come out and talk about, just just like when he was on the campaign, he came out and talked about all of his accomplishments in the business world. I want him to come out and lay out everything that he's already achieved so far in his first year in office which is absolutely phenomenal a few of those is of course the reduction in taxes which has led to what we may be close to a trillion dollars in in uh money that is now going to be brought back by corporate america into this country as well as bonuses the reduction of regulations uh he's pretty much decimated isis at least reduced their territory and their ability to operate we've got gorsuch on the bench um He has restored the fear of the enemies of America. We need our enemies to fear us and to believe that we've actually got somebody in the White House that might actually press a button. You know what? It's a good thing if we have enemies around the world who think we have a president that might actually use our military strength. And we also saw in Davos that we have restored our credibility as an economic force and that people now know that America is back for business, that America is on an economic rebound, and that America is a country to be invested in and that and let me tell you, the rest of the world wants to be able to rely on America again. Because America, is a, as a new nation compared to others, as well as a young nation, as one, ha, has done more good economically for the world than any other nation in its history. And it's only because of free market capitalist people like Donald J. Trump. Um, I then want him to talk about why he hasn't been able to achieve some of the other signature pieces of his campaign. I want him to look in the eyes of both opposition parties that he faces and look them in the eye and confront them for what he hasn't been able to get done on behalf of the people. And that is seal the border. That is re- repeal and replace Obamacare. Uh, yeah. Has, I, I, is he starting to speak? It's not showing a... Yeah, they're still clapping, which is interesting because, you know, we didn't really expect that there be a lot of applause, although Steny Hoyer looks like um, he's sitting on two sticks. I'm, I'm not exa- <laughs> exactly sure what's going on there with Steny Hoyer. Uh, there's Jeff Sessions. Um, there we're going to we're going to dial down uh, my volume. We're going to listen to President Trump.
2: you're listening to srn news live coverage of president donald trump's state of the union address president trump shaking hands with house speaker paul ryan and vice president mike pence who are standing and will be soon seated directly behind the president
1: by the way um our s uh, our our feed is a little bit behind the tv so if if you're noticing that Um, What, as we play a little catch up here, what I also want him to address is the State of the Union is more than just economics. The State of the Union is also more than just foreign policy. It also involves the fact of the very foundations of our country and whether or not it is being preserved. And the foundations of our country have been under attack. And that involves draining the swamp and that involves the weaponization of agencies like the FBI and the IRS against others for political purposes. We're going to turn the volume up Speaking now, listen to President the Trump.
3: American people and to address their concerns, their hopes, and their dreams. That night, our new administration had already taken very swift action. A new tide of optimism was already sweeping across our land. Each day since, we have gone forward with a clear vision and a righteous mission to make America great again for all Americans. Over the last year, we have made incredible progress and achieved extraordinary success. We have faced challenges we expected and others we could never have imagined. We have shared in the heights of victory and the pains of hardship. We have endured floods and fires and storms. But through it all, we have seen the beauty of America's soul and the steel in America's spine. Each test has forged new American heroes to remind us who we are and show us what we can be. We saw the volunteers of the Cajun Navy racing to the rescue with their fishing boats to save people in the aftermath of a totally devastating hurricane. We saw strangers shielding strangers from a hail of gunfire on the Las Vegas Strip. We heard tales of Americans, like Coast Guard Petty Officer Ashley Leppard, who is here tonight in the gallery with Melania. Ashley was aboard one of the first helicopters on the scene in Houston during the Hurricane Harvey. Through 18 hours of wind and rain, Ashley braved live power lines and deep water to help save more than 40 lives. Ashley, we all thank you. Thank you very much. We heard about Americans like firefighter David Dahlberg. He's here with us also. David faced down walls of flame to rescue almost 60 children trapped at a California summer camp threatened by those devastating wildfires. To everyone still recovering in Texas, Florida, Louisiana, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands, everywhere, we are with you we love you and we always will pull through together. Always.
1: I just have to say, you know, I'm I'm literally moved and choked up right now because I God bless President Trump for starting this speech, honoring America's heroes. This is what this country is all about. Look at the look at the 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 contrast. He is honoring a firefighter who saved sixty children. And who did the Dems bring there? Illegals
3: brave people of California. Thank you very much, David. Great job. Some trials over the past year touched this chamber very personally. With us tonight is one of the toughest people ever to serve in this House, a guy who took a bullet, almost died, and was back to work three and a half months later, the legend from Louisiana, Congressman
4: Steve Scalise.
1: my man Steve Scalise who was who was gunned down had it not been for some brave people with guns he would have been, he would have died at the hands of a democrat god bless steve scalise hero and homeboy from louisiana
3: i think they like you steve We're incredibly grateful for the heroic efforts of the Capitol Police officers, the Alexandria Police, and the doctors, nurses, and paramedics who saved his life and the lives of many others, some in this room. In the aftermath, yes, yes.
1: It's been such a crazy year that many people have forgotten about the fact that Republicans were targeted and gunned down on a baseball field by a Democrat liberal. A man who had associations to Bernie Sanders campaign, by the way. And the left wanted to make it be about immediately be about gun control. But it didn't work because it was guns that saved Steve Scalise and others. But it
3: is not enough to come together only in times of tragedy. Tonight, I call upon all of us to set aside our differences, to seek out common ground, and to summon the unity we need to deliver for the people. This is really the key. These are the people we were elected to serve.
1: Okay, I'm not really sure how many lemons that Nancy Pelosi is sucking on right now. Year,
3: but <laughs> we always knew, that no it looks
1: like somebody put a little too many, too, too many limes or in her or margarita.
3: Or determined As Americans, if there is a mountain, we climb it. If there's a frontier, we cross it. If there's a challenge, we tame it. If there's an opportunity, we seize it. So let's begin tonight by recognizing that the state of our union is strong because our people are strong.
1: The state of our union is strong because the state of our people is strong. This man knows
3: America. And together, we are building a safe, strong, and proud America. Since the election, we have created 2.4 million new jobs, including including 200,000 new jobs in manufacturing alone. Tremendous numbers. After years and years of wage stagnation, we are finally seeing rising wages. (laughs) Unemployment claims have hit a 45-year low.
1: Alright, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back. No doubt everybody's gonna keep listening over the break, but we got more of my commentary, more of the President Trump's historic State of the Union address when we come back. Don't go anywhere more Andrea K Show coming up.
5: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K-Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
7: If you don't have an estate plan, then the state
8: I'm Chris Walls and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no cravings. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues and I've noticed that that went away and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on the radio ad as it attacks belly fat. Well, let me tell you it did. The second month is where I saw a drastic change in the size of my stomach. I've lost six inches. This product really does work.
3: So guys, if you'd like to experience similar results, then get Andro 400, the safe, natural, and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435.
4: This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. A major study from the Pew Research Center should reassure those of us who worry about the fragmentation of America based on race and ethnicity. Among the 43 million U.S. adults with Hispanic ancestry, a full 5 million don't identify themselves as Hispanic or Latino at all. Moreover, among families who've lived in the United States four generations or more, in other words, those with parents and grandparents who are American born, Hispanic identification is only 50-50. This means Latinos follow the familiar pattern of other immigrants groups like the irish or the italians who de-emphasize ethnic identity after several generations in the u.s this contrasts with patterns of racial identity where the great majority of african americans still describe themselves as black even after several centuries in the u.s heavy intermarriage plays a big part in the increasingly rapid assimilation of hispanics among married third-generation latinos the big majority nearly two-thirds in fact have a non-latino spouse perhaps we're not as fragmented as the pessimists presume i'm michael medved
8: Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers, talking about their latest technology, Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for people to test drive the best-sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. To participate, you must call 619-822-2686. If you or a loved one is having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult, you are are needed to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today, and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first ever natural-sounding new technology right in the My Hearing Center's office. Try before you buy. What a great concept exclusively at My Hearing Center's. Call and book your free hearing evaluation and free trial in one of their many convenient locations with absolutely no fee or commitment. Don't wait. Call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686.
0: AM 1170, the answer.
5: You're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, the answer.
1: Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. I almost, I almost had trouble coming back from the break. I almost forgot about it. I'm absolutely gripped. Can you imagine if we had a Democrat president? Who had this level of accomplishments in the first year? But let me take y'all back to 2008 when Barack Obama said, If I can't turn this economy around in two years, get me out of office. So there was, and, and, Of course, we all know he was a complete abysmal economic failure. The first president in the history of the country who never achieved 3% growth one time in office. Can you imagine if a Democrat president had these kinds of accomplishments his first year? No wonder the looks on the faces, they all look like they've got salmonella poisoning over on the left. Uh, We're going to go to the phones right now. I've got a caller who's been waiting patiently since the first break, and it's my buddy, C.V. Burton. Hey, C.V., welcome back to the show. Been a long time.
9: Hey, how you doing? Congratulations on uh, congratulations on your new show.
1: Well, thank you. Um, and tonight's a big congratulations to President Trump, though. I mean, it, it, the left is really finding themselves in a really ridiculous position, C.V., because it's like that old Southern saying, you know, some people would complain if they had a ham under each arm. You know, it's like they, they've got really nothing legitimately that they can complain about on top of the fact that President Trump has offered them an immigration deal that involves everything that they had actually previously. Voted for as a party.
9: Well, this is what really is starting to piss me off about uh, certain conservatives who were, you know, for uh, Ted Cruz during the uh, primaries and all that. It seems like they're just pouncing all over Trump over his uh, immigration proposal, and they're totally neglecting the fact that this is merit-based. So it, this is not something. That Obama had in mind when he had DACA in mind, merit-based. So it's this extreme vetting, and when you're looking at 800,000 applicants, and then Trump upped it to like 1.8, just to call the Democrats bluff. You're, it, who's going to qualify for it at the end of 10 to 12 years of waiting? You know what percentage of these DACA applicants are going to even qualify?
1: Not to mention the fact that 10 to 12 years is the average time anyway for waiting. So basically they're being put at the back of the line. When he first, when President Trump first came up last week with this framework, the first thing that I said, I would like to think I was the first person to point this out, but I thought it was brilliant because he pinned the Democrats in a corner. He, you know, he basically backed them up to where they either, it was a win-win for Trump and a lose-lose for them. Because if they went along with it, he basically was going to get what he wanted to seal the border, get rid of this stupid visa lottery program, go to. A merit-based system. Um, you know that the DACA recipients were going to go to the back of the line, basically, to have to wait ten to twelve years. Uh, and then, you know, if the it, he, so it was going to be a legislative win if they took him up on it. And then, if they didn't, he was going to expose them for being the liars that they are. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. This. Yeah. It, 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 it It was actually a brilliant move on his part as a leader, totally. and you know uh and again it puts them in a position to where that's why you had these DACA recipients showing up at Chuck Schumer's house saying, "Hey, you know what if we don't get our dreams, you don't get to sleep because the DACA recipients now are realize who what the phonies the Democrats really are
9: Well, the Trump administration or the Trump spokespeople are under. Playing that aspect of of the vetting process, mm-hmm. and that's because they want more Democrats to vote for it. But uh, the Democrats are keeping a lid on that aspect of it because they want it to hurt Trump's base. Mm-hmm. They want they, they want to say that Trump is selling out, you know, to to lib, to liberalism. But uh, you know, it's like they're all playing poker, and they're all you know they're not showing their hands, but the The bottom line is it's like legal immigration, like you pointed out, and at the end of ten to twelve years, you can just cut that number right in half because uh, half of them are going to be deported for committing crimes, you know mm-hmm. another large percentage of them are going to be on the public dole, and they're not going to qualify they have to be they have to be upstanding citizens that contribute to our society not. Right. taking from our society. Look,
1: in a perfect world, would I want any of them to have any, any opportunity to even stay here legally? No. Because, you know, with this, this is yet a, a further step back in terms of the rule of law that people who are in this country illegally are going to be allowed to stay. But there is not really a way to, uh, you know, round them all up and deport them uh, effectively. Uh, so I was resigned to the fact that they were going to at least be allowed legally to stay in this country. I didn't want a pathway to Citizenship, but the way the President Trump did it was absolutely brilliant. Just well, like it, the way he's the done perfect, everything else. But if yeah, he if he gets But if he is able to get the border wall and get everything else done, we're going to finally have a solution to this problem. Um, Ultimately, though, and we must do that because we had two DACA recipients today caught here in San Diego County smuggling in. They're trying to get. They're trying to do everything they can in the time frame that they've got left to bring as many people in because they all know that they're going to vote Democrat, and that's one of the things that President Trump has said before. Once they are citizens, and even now they may be voting Democrat, we have got to stop this because if we don't seal this border and get it finally done and stop the influx here, it, this country will end up being a permanent Democrat country. It will then, this will be the a pathway to socialism if we don't stop it right now. And I think President Trump's got the right solution for it. I'll right. will final and, thought uh, before we go to go to break.
9: Well, I was just going to say that um, if this is like, this, this, if this stops illegal immigration, and gets a wall put up, and the ones that are left over are sifted, and the only, thing, the only ones remaining are like the golden nuggets who contribute to this society, and all the rest get either deported or, uh, or don't get legal standing, or I don't know what happens to them but I'm just saying it's the perfect solution, and the, and that's all I wanted to say.
1: Um, I, I uh, you know, in, in talking to you, I haven't been listening to the speech, and when we come back from the break, we're going to return to listening some, to the, some of the speech from President Trump. I don't know if you want to stick around, C.V., but what I'm hoping is, is that I'm loving what he's talking about so far, all of the successes, honoring the heroes and what this country is about. I do hope that he does address the fact that our foundations of our nation are under attack, and that is uh, the... Uh, The weaponization of our intelligence agencies and our department of justice in order to silence political opposition and take control and to affect elections i hope he addresses it at some point tonight um tell me yes or no if you think that he should before we got to go to break
9: uh well i i I think he's doing a great job i don't want to say what he should or shouldn't do he's like he's brilliant
1: yes he is And we're going to hear more of that brilliance when we come back uh, from the break. More of President Trump's historic State of the Union address after.
5: Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook page at
7: Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
2: HelpWantedSanDiego.com salutes the employee of the month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, why have you been shredding for hours? The boss said we should cut costs, Mr. Employee of the Month. How does this cut costs? These are the expense reports for the whole year. You shredded them all? Thanks to me, our expenses this year are zero. If you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Salutes the Employee of the Month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, are you stealing from the vending machine? No, Mr. Employee of the Month. Well, your desk is littered with, like, hundreds of snacks. I
8: merely exposed a loophole by reaching my arm through the flap thingy. Does that sound
2: like stealing to you? Yes. Granola bar? If you don't mind hiring Dave's, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. HelpOneAndSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work.
1: Message and data rates may apply.
2: Warning. Texting while driving is illegal just about everywhere. So if you want to take advantage of a life-changing LASIK offer, pull over when you can, because a special opportunity is just one text away. The LASIK Vision Institute is offering absolutely free evaluations and dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK. Text the keyword VISION11 to 350350 to get the benefit of FDA-approved LASIK technology that gives the majority of patients 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Text to schedule your free appointment to see if LASIK is right for you. When you text VISION11 to 350350, you'll also get an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Today, it's your turn discover how you can get the quality lasik experience you've always wanted for a fraction of what others charge this great offer is just a text away text vision one one to three five zero three five zero that's v-i-s-i-o-n 11 one to three five zero three five zero
0: am 1170 the answer san diego
5: you're listening to the andrea k show on am 1170 the answer
1: welcome back to the andrea k Show. This is just apt. Did you guys see those military heroes? There is nothing I love more than a man in uniform wearing a high and tight. That, that is the best of America right there. This has got to be the most pro-American State of the Union address I have ever heard in my lifetime. I, I, I would just love for this to go on for three hours. Thank you to everybody who's commenting, by the way, on Facebook Live. And, and of course, as he talks about taking care of our heroes, I got to shout out to my boy, Ronnie Raley, who's uh, just got a special place and, and peace, peace of my heart. Ronnie, love you. Um, and going back to the phones, we got a call her. Elisa Brent, my girl Elisa's on the line. Hey, buddy. I'm loving this.
10: He is making America great again. Winning, winning, winning.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know who wrote it. Of course, you know, we all know that presidents don't write their own speeches, although Ronald Reagan wrote uh, quite a few of, of, of his own. But, I, I mean, this is just absolutely extraordinary. I mean, what a moment for America. You know, there were
10: a lot of concerns. Well, today, t- today, there was so much speculation about how he was going to start off. And he hit off with a home run in my book, saluting the military, then hitting straight for the taxes. I mean, yeah, he is on a roll.
1: Well, and I think that because he is on a roll and because he's he's got a list of accomplishments that the Democrats, you know, Obama didn't, didn't get one-tenth of these accomplishments his entire eight years in office. I think that he's clearly earned the right to con- then confront what I think he needs to say to the Republican Party is now, once he's gone through all of his list of his accomplishments, he needs to then look the Republicans in the eye and say, the Democrats, no, I don't want to hear about bipartisanship. I don't want to hear any of that because you know what the left wants full capitulation and they want to they want to transform America into a socialist system. We don't we can't we don't need to meet that halfway. I would like to hear him say to the Republicans, forget this filibuster crap, go to a straight majority. You've got a window to get through what the Americans want to have done. And that's how you're going to get reelected. And that's the right thing for the American people.
10: Well, he needed to just keep on talking about America first. He did a great job over in Switzerland talking about America first and keep on that mantra of America first, and the Democrats have to come around because they're going to sit on the sideline, watching all of their constituents winning.
1: Well, but see, I yeah, um, they're not going to come around because you know they're they the the far left wing has completely taken over the Democrats, and you know you you look at and the DACA recipients and the way that they've behaved outside of Schumer's house, it tells you that's the new wave and that's really where <laughs> that's the wave of the liberal party and that's what you and that's how you see that that sense of entitlement and demands and they you know they they don't want a free market capitalist system they 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 don't want to come around what they want is the Conservatives to continue, they're heart sick today because we finally have a Republican president who's doing the right thing for the American people. And unfortunately, there's too many Republicans that are are more aligned with the left than they are with President Trump. And um, you know, I just I just think that it's a mistake to try to we don't have a we don't have a responsibility. The Republicans were voted and given power for a reason. So why should the Republicans then reach across the aisle and give power to people that the voters rejected? I guess that's my question.
10: Yeah, I think he is going to reach across the aisle, though. I, I really think that he's going to try and find a way to get the Democrats to lean more on his side.
1: Well, if he does, it's because it's a scary he thought. well, well. But I think if he does, it's because I think he's pragmatic and he understands that he doesn't really have enough Republicans willing to do the right thing. When we have Susan Collins, uh, you know, up in Maine, who's still fighting for you know our taxpayers' dollars to be spent on Planned Parenthood, which chops up babies then I think, he's, I think he's realizing that he's probably got some, some better Democrats to deal with than somebody that's that foul. So, you know, um, it, final thought before I get back to the speech here. Anything else you want to add?
10: I think that he is going to keep on making America great. I mean, we're already, you know, one month in to 2018. And my paycheck, my husband's paycheck is getting bigger it's beautiful. I can't wait to spend that money. Well, can't I guess, that money.
1: Well, I guess you didn't hear the memo that this tax plan was going to kill us all. So you know, I, <laughs> right? You I know, mean, I'm just getting he, a little, a little tidbit from my, my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe Americans are finally going to tell the Democrats, "Look, nobody ever died from getting more money in their paycheck." <laughs> so, all right, love you, Lisa. Thanks for calling in. Love you, too. All right, we're going to hear a little bit more of the speech.
3: Is to reduce the price of prescription drugs. (laughs) In many other countries, these drugs cost far less than what we pay in the United States. And it's very, very unfair. That is why I have directed my administration to make fixing the injustice of high drug prices one of my top priorities for the year. And prices will come down substantially. Watch. America has also finally turned the page on decades of unfair trade deals that sacrificed our prosperity and shipped away our companies, our jobs, and our wealth. Our nation has lost its wealth, but we're getting it back so fast. The era of economic surrender is totally over. From now on, we expect trading relationships to be fair and, very importantly, reciprocal. (laughs) We will work to fix bad trade deals and negotiate new ones. And they'll be good ones, but they'll be fair. And we will protect American workers and American intellectual property through strong enforcement of our trade rules. As we rebuild our industries, it is also time to rebuild our crumbling infrastructure. America is a nation of builders. We built the Empire State Building in just one year. Isn't it a disgrace that it can now take 10 years just to get a minor permit approved for the building of a simple road? I am asking both parties to come together to give us safe, fast, reliable, and modern infrastructure that our economy needs and our people deserve. <laughs> Tonight I'm calling on Congress to produce a bill that generates at least trillion for the new infrastructure investment that our country so desperately needs. Every federal dollar should be leveraged by partnering with state and local governments and, where appropriate, tapping into private sector investment to permanently fix the infrastructure deficit. And we can do it. Any bill must also streamline the permitting and approval process, getting it down to no more than two years and perhaps even one.
1: Yeah, I was just in New York City. I'm just... I'm loving his comment that he made about the uh, about the Empire State Building being built in a year, because I just took a tour of that. And I was with my sister, who uh, runs a construction company, and you know she commented, she said, we were able to get that done in a year because we didn't have government in the way, controlling every aspect. The more we've had government creep into our businesses, into our lives, personally, in every industry, the, the, the more they've taken away our freedoms and our abilities to get anything done in our lives. Everything about the left is all about complete and total control over our lives and the more we and what President Trump has done is proved by the easing up of the reg- regulations out of industry and all these big you know companies bringing money back is because we got to get the government out you get the government out of our lives personally and professionally and that's when you're going to see growth all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to go with our final segment. I maybe had, I had thought that President Trump's speech would be done at some point during my show, and it's not. But thank you all out there who are sticking here and watching it with me. Keep those comments rolling. More of the Andrea K show and President Trump's speech when we come back.
5: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K spelled K A Y E.
7: If you don't have an estate plan, then the state not you will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and Estate Planning Attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to 66000 dollars in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858
4: Message and data rates may apply.
0: Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat. Just stop. back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850.
4: This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. A major study from the Pew Research Center should reassure those of us who worry about the fragmentation of America based on race and ethnicity. Among the 43 million U.S. adults with Hispanic ancestry, a full 5 million don't identify themselves as Hispanic or Latino at all. Moreover, among families who've lived in the United States four generations or more, in other words, those with parents and grandparents who are American-born, Hispanic identification is only 50-50. This means Latinos follow the familiar pattern of other immigrants groups like the Irish or the Italians, who de-emphasize ethnic identity after several generations in the U.S. This contrasts with patterns of racial identity, where the great majority of African Americans still describe themselves as black even after several centuries in the U.S. Heavy intermarriage plays a big part in the increasingly rapid assimilation of Hispanics among married third-generation Latinos. The big majority, nearly two-thirds, in fact, have a non-Latino spouse. Perhaps we're not as fragmented as the pessimists presume. I'm Michael Medved.
0: AM 1170 The Answer
5: You're listening to the Andrea K show on AM 1170 The Answer
1: Welcome back to the Andrea K show Um I don't know how you can watch this right now and see this family sitting there in the auditorium choking up and crying over their family member that was murdered by illegals in this MS-13. Joining me now is my friend, C.V. Burton, who's been waiting on the line. C.V., you know, this MS-13. I wanted to say
9: that. I wanted to mention about (sighs) MS-13, how how, uh, Jeff Sessions, under the Trump administration, uh, got a lot of the MS-13 members out of Long Island. They were killing people left and right on Long Island over here. And uh, they did a great job rounding them up, getting the, getting them out.
1: Yeah, well, where you know we've got the Democrats that brought illegals there, and look what Trump brought. He brought Americans that has whose children were murdered by illegals. This is this is a, a president who cares about Americans. And the left the left has proven that who they represent, C V is they represent illegals, they represent the rest of the world for power, for for New World Order, One World Government, Globalist power, open border society. That's what Hillary Clinton was all about. That's what the left is all about. And President Trump is about hardworking Americans of every color, every gender, every persuasion, right?
9: Right. Well the socialist and globalist mindset is to depopulate the planet, starting with conservatives and Christians and Trump supporters first. That, that's why when he asked, you know, when he, when he pointed out Steve Scalise, who was shot by a, a socialist, and uh, this is something that the, you know, the MSM have been uh, promoting. They're, they're inciting violence against decent Americans, and uh, to Elise's point, you know, it, it's all about America first. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know what? It, it's about time. And, and oh, by the way, President Trump was right when he said to the world in Davos, when he said, America first doesn't mean America alone. He was reminding the world that, hey, you y'all need us, okay? Because when there is some tsunami that wipes out Thailand... Uh, who was the first people there with supplies? When when there is any kind of tragedy in the world, who's who's the first people to show up with money and with supplies? And, and uh, who we give treasure and we give lives right. to save the world? It's, it's it's the United States of America, and you well, know th-
9: if each country. If each country applied the the philosophy behind American greatness, they can they can enjoy the, the bounty of a great economy too. You know, that's a great their, point. That's a great point. Tyranny, How come the t- tyrannical government off their backs and let them grow and prosper? They have there. Are, there are so many natural resources, uh, resources in, uh, in Africa mm-hmm. and all around the world that they don't even utilize because because the, the government has its foot on their on the on the people's necks.
1: That's such a great point. How come we don't have these DACA recipients that supposedly grew up here in their their 30s now, and they've been here since they were six, and they've been educated, and they're supposedly business owners and these great contributors? Why aren't they... Going back to their country of origin, where they came from, taking their family with them and taking the principles that they've learned here to make their country of origin better. Instead, they're all acting offended by a bleephole comment when the reality is, is obviously is because they don't want to go there. You know, we don't help the poor people in Haiti by bringing 50,000 Haitians here and leaving the rest of Haiti down there in squalor. No, we, right. we are better off leaving them all there and maybe sending some money or some teams or whatever to try to teach them a free market, you know, bake some apple pies down there. You know, that was, but 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 at the end of the day, that's still, still not really our job to do as Americans.
9: What Trump understands, I believe, is the, the big picture is that planet Earth has, enough natural resources to supply for every man, woman and child that has ever been born or ever will be born. Yes. We just have to we just have to get the 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 the, the, the few who want to control everybody and control everything to back the hell off of us and let us live.
1: Right. Yes. Absolutely uh, you know, uh, there is no compassion in government control over our lives. And that's everything that liberalism is about. They want to tell us what what kind of car to drive, how big our home should be, what our thermostat should be set at, what food we should be allowed to eat, what our children should be taught, what medicines our children should be given. They want to control every aspect of our lives. And in return... Uh, they, they, they claim to be pro-choice, but the only choice they want to they give any, any American is whether or not to kill their child. You know, to see the, uh, the high-fiving that went on as the Democrats defeated a ban on abortion for late-term children was absolutely uh, disturbing, disturbing and depraved. I've only got a few minutes left. I'm going to let you have one final thought, and then I want to listen in to a little bit of President Trump and give my final thought before we wrap the show.
9: Well, I don't want to step on his speech, so I think you should just go right to his speech. All right. Well, because thank- I love my president.
1: Well, and uh, we, we share that love, C.V. Thanks so much for calling in.
9: Thank you. Bye-bye. All right.
3: And I asked C.J., what's the secret? He said, we're just tougher than they are. And I like that answer. <laughs> now let's get Congress to send you. And all of the people in this great chamber have to do it. We have no choice. CJ, we're going to send you reinforcements, and we're going to send them to you quickly. That's what you need. Over the next few weeks, the House and Senate will be voting on an immigration reform package. In recent months, my administration has met extensively with both Democrats and Republicans to craft a bipartisan approach to immigration reform. Based on these discussions, we presented Congress with a detailed proposal that should be supported by both parties as a fair compromise, one where nobody gets everything they want, but where our country gets the critical Reforms it needs and must have.
1: You know, I just—I was just flashing as I was listening to President Trump and in re- recalling the whole last hour as I have to close out the, the show here—a saying that we have in the South uh, that you can, if you do it in the right way, you can tell somebody how to go to. H-E-L-L, and if you do it in the right way, they'll look forward to the trip. And that is exactly what President Trump has done so far in the hour that I've watched this speech. By laying out his accomplishments in a way that honor America and everything this country was founded for. Honor our heroes, our brave military, uh, our firefighters, the average American that's doing for others, like that little boy who planted flags on, on veterans' graves, or the ICE supervisory person, the... the Americans who've lost their children due to illegals by by laying out everything in the way that he did it's really boxed the Democrats into a corner of course some people have commented on on Facebook and thank you guys for for listening and watching that that the dem they've caught some of the Democrats clapping well they're gonna have to because President Trump has laid it out in such a way that what are they gonna do you know they they really don't have much choice but actually clap at the accomplishment otherwise to suffer looking as foolish as they absolutely are this is been an extraordinary night so far for America. I am proud, proud to be an American. And you know what? I'm not going to let anybody tell me that it's racist to love this country and to put America first. And God bless President Trump for making America great again, putting America first, and God bless the United States of America.
0: The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.